Welcome back to the Nuance Podcast. It's your host, Zorin. Truly, I am back. I am back. I am back. And I am still black. Yes, I made it through 2020. And here we are, 2021, dealing with a lot of the same shit. But you know what? I had to dust myself off. Y'all, I'm going to give you all the tea because I've been through hell and high water. But one thing about it and two things for sure, I'm going to find a way or I'm going to make one. So this episode is sponsored by Sugar Baby Scrubs. That's right. You know when niggas was talking about, you know, take your stimulus check and start a business and all that. I didn't do that, but I did start a business. And guess what? I don't need no sponsors because I can sponsor myself. That's right. This episode is sponsored by my very own business. Sugar Baby Scrubs. Let's get into the newest episode of the Nuance Podcast. I'm going to give you all the updates on what's been going on with me. I got to tell y'all about how this man turned my car into an Airbnb. Um, Let's get into the hustle of owning your own business as a black woman. I'm going to talk, since it's Black History Month, I'm going to get into uh, talking about two of my favorite black hoes uh, from movie history. Y'all can stay mad if you want to. I don't give a fuck. Welcome back to the Nuance Podcast. First and foremost, we have to take some time to give praises to our foundation, our rock, our mother, one of the baddest women on the planet, Cicely Tyson. We lost her this year. Saddest, saddest day in black history if you are actually a fan of the nuance podcast you remember that um not too long ago actually i think it was actually a year ago um during black history month i did a dedication to cicely tyson and talked about just how amazing her career was um as a reminder she was born december 19th since we are always honoring our ancestors and um, the present leaders of the black community or just people out there who are fucking trying I want to raise a glass for my favorite hoes in um, black history cinema okay so I think I might do this every day because I just feel like the whole black elitist 
thing is just so played out. Like, I am so tired. When I tell you I am tired of these elite-ass black people who are so judgmental and, you know, they're the grammar police. They're, you know them. You know them. You know them. You love them. They're your friends. They're your family. They're your aunties. They're your cousins. I always got something negative to say about a regular smegular-ass nigga when we all just surviving. But that's another conversation. Um, the first person that I would love to honor during um, Black History Month is Ebony from the Players Club. Do you remember Ebony? Listen, if you haven't seen the Players Club, go watch it right now. But for those of you who have, I just want to make a case for why Ebony deserves to go down in Black History. For one, she was just a country girl, right? Like, she just... She had a hustle about her. She wanted to come to town and see Diamond or whatever and, like, change her life. She didn't know that Diamond was going to get her involved in stripping and dancing and all this other stuff. And I love how Diamond tries to play the victim. Like, baby, you got Ebony involved in this. If it wasn't for you, Ebony would be somewhere, you know, putting shoes on hoes or something. You know what I mean? So, and the fact that Ebony had the drive that she had, I can't sing her praises enough. Secondly, Ebony is a survivor. Like, she went to that party just to dance. She went to that party just to dance. And you guys know what happened, right? But she still survived after that. Sure... She had sex with her cousin's husband or boyfriend or whatever he was. But, I mean, who wouldn't? First of all, Diamond was the dummy for letting her cousin walk around in them big-ass white drawers all day in front of her nigga. And, like, Diamond had the nerve to try to check her about it, but didn't check her about it. You know what I'm saying? Didn't check her dude about it. Diamond doing all that gunplay. So, you know, Ebony is a real survivor. Not only that, I stand her outfits. Like, remember she had, like, the short gel haircut type thing? Like, she had the, my mama put a perm in my hair when I was younger so it don't grow no more hairstyle. I love that for her. Her style, amazing. True, she was very experimental when it came to drugs and alcohol. But hey, I stand a queen who is honest and about her business. Yes, she did have a train run on her. But hey, can we normalize that? Some women just enjoy having threesomes. And she was getting paid for it. Okay? So let's uplift Ebony from the Players Club. Cousin Ebony from the Players Club during this Black History Month. She's the past, present, and future of a survivor, of a hoe who knows her worth. And I was kind of disappointed that, like, at the end she was working at the shoe store or whatever, but, like, she had been through so much. So we also have to uplift her because after everything that happened, she still figured out a way to get some, you know, some coin after that. Ebony. I thank you. Alright, next up. Okay, the second hoe that I want to honor during this Black History Month is Cousin Faith from the movie Soul Food. Yes, 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 y'all. Hip-hop dancing, man, stealing, 
faith like she gave me everything true enough the background on her is very rocky like we don't know who exactly she was before she showed up but we do know in the past she might have stole a couple of coins out of big mama purse and then show back up if i'm not mistaken she was also living out her dreams living your dreams it's not as hard as it may seem gotta get the cream she was dancing in new york and i believe was in and out of la supposedly doing music videos but amara said he ain't never seen none of the videos she was in but hey we love an underground queen period the only downside of faith is that she ain't have a lot of outfits like i don't really remember her giving us any like iconic moments but she was giving us enough you know the uh red shirt buttoned up all the way to the tops the titty tops you know the crop tops all of that was really cute and how can we forget the iconic scene where she choreographed a little one two step to da -da 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 -da. I don't know where that sample from. I do remember it being in the Tupac song. I ain't mad at you. And I ain't mad. How can we be mad that she fucked Miles? You know what? What about the family? The family fucked my husband. But was Terry even taking care of home when Miles was down to the club with his R&B group Milestone? Was she there? She was always checking him about money, wasn't like uplifting his dreams. Like she was a tight ass. And not only did Cousin Faith have to step in and give Miles a little slice of that pussy, Maxine married the man that uh, Terry originally like, Amaz daddy. So is it really everybody else that's the problem or was it Terry? You be the judge. Cousin Faith, I understand where you're coming from. And I will forever stand you past, present, and future. Because even though you was a hoe and, you know, the you fucked up family, you did it very much openly. Like, everybody knew who you was and knew the type of person you, you were. They still let you stay in the house, wearing them little skirts, down to the studio, having sex on the wall. I mean, it was what it was. I got into it. I enjoyed it. And I have to honor Cousin Faith. So, for Black History Month, I just want to say that the two hoes who changed my life in, cinema, in Black cinema was Ebony and Cousin Faith, we honor you today. Are your lips crusty, musty, and busted? Are you suffering from dry, cracked, flaky lips from wearing a mask every day? Then you need to check out Sugar Bay Scrubs. That's right. Handmade, black-owned, queer-owned SugarBayScrubs.shop is the one-stop shop for all your skin needs that's right self-care luxury but it's affordable not only that all of the ingredients are all natural that's right so it's perfect for people with eczema or sensitive skin if you want to bring your lips back after smoking after years of abuse using harsh cosmetics you have to check out sugarbayscrubs.shop that's right sugarbayscrubs.shop if you want to browse our before and after, please check out our IG by the same name. That's S-U-G-A 
B-A-B-E, Scrubs, S-C-R-U-B-S, at I-G, or SugarBayScrubs.shop. Shop with us today. Y'all, let me tell you why I'm recording from my bathroom studio instead of the car studio. So this is reason 1,556 why I'm probably going to go ahead and move out of LA. So not only are we going through a whole panorama, but the homelessness situation is absolutely disgusting. That's everywhere, but it's really, really, really bad here. Um, I dealt with that a lot in Memphis too. I mean, homelessness is everywhere, but the audacity of, (laughs) of some of the people who uh, live on the street out here is absolutely outrageous and atrocious and I can't take it no more. So again, if you know me, you know. I'm from Memphis or whatever, you know what I'm saying? I have my house, I've had my car broken into in Memphis, you know, and they take normal shit, TVs, jewelry, all types of stuff. But the confidence of the bums in California, it's just, it's way too much for me. Let me tell you what happened today. So my fiance, ooh, I don't know if I told y'all, I'm engaged. So my fiance, um was going to the car this morning to move it because the, obviously, if you've never been to LA or if you don't live in LA, you might not know this, but every five minutes you got to move your car back and forth from the left to the right side of the street because they so-called do street sweeping. I ain't never seen them street uh, sweep no streets out here. Only thing I see on the streets is uh, needles and, and boo-boo, but you know. I, let's let's push forward anyway so it's a whole panorama and they still giving out tickets to folks for being parked on the street so my boo had to go outside and try to move the car to the other side of the street because of street sweeping so you know she walking outside getting into it you know going towards the car and she noticed that somebody is in the fucking back seat of my car nigga you heard me right it was a man chilling in the back seat of the car so she walks up to the car and she's like so what the fuck like get the fuck out of my car what what is happening yeah i know what this man told her he told her he told her this is my girlfriend's car your girlfriend what sir you're not even wearing a shirt what girlfriend why y'all he was in the back seat of my car without a shirt on this man had turned my car into an airbnb my nigga i do you understand like are you can y'all hear me it's the confidence for me. Like I said, I've had everything taken from me. I've come home as a little kid, as an adult, whatever. Had my house broken into, bike stolen. But the audacity of the bumps of California, this man was laid up in the backseat of my car and told my fiance that this was his girlfriend's car. Now, keep in mind, my fiance is a obviously a black woman having to walk up on a man without a shirt and a mask during a whole panorama chilling in the backseat of my car it's the confidence for me the people who was robbing me in memphis they was taking normal stuff the last time my car got broken into in california somebody took my passport now please explain to me you ain't got no house you clearly ain't got no money what you about to do with my passport 
You ain't got enough money to be engaging in fraud. So what you about to do with my passport, sir? What you doing with my stamps? You over here robbing me for memories. Why? Why? That's why I got to get out of Los Angeles, yo. That's how my day started today. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to woo sigh. I'm just going to, you know, keep packing orders and keep doing what it is that I need to do. But, you know, I'm really debating if Los Angeles is where it's where I should be. I don't know anymore, y'all. I don't know. It's just too much. As soon as I moved here, the pandemic started. Like, Y'all remember how cheerful I was. If you listen to the podcast, things were like leveling out. I worked really hard to get to Los Angeles. Was able to get a job uh, being a social media fucking intern, whore, whatever you want to call it, for this beauty brand. That's a whole nother conversation. I don't remember if I actually told y'all what that experience was like with that, but it was good enough. I was able able to pay my rent my fiance had a a decent job working very close to where I was working she was uh, working in logistics for I ain't gonna tell her business but yeah she was working in logistics and you know things were looking good I was getting gigs you know I had just hosted an event like it was really starting to pop off for me and then all of a sudden a Panda Express happened and things have just literally been upside down I don't really gotta explain it to you because you're going through the same thing but going through it in California has been an experience. So, you know, I'm thinking maybe I should do what all black queer people do. Move to Atlanta. (laughs) You know what I mean? Let's get into it. Why not? Maybe I should just pack my knapsack up and take me and my baby to Atlanta to pursue things. I don't know what y'all think. Like, I mean, I guess it really don't matter what you think, but I'm just, you know, manifesting that. I'm manifesting that because I don't see anything changing in the near future. And as y'all can tell, Atlanta is open, okay? Every five minutes, I'm looking on somebody's timeline. I'm looking at somebody's video. They down to the hookah bar. They eating uh, whole chickens at Houston's. Like, the whole thing is bus wide open. And that might not necessarily be a good thing, but at least I can walk down the street and, you know, not step in shit or, you know, go to my car and have a whole man just, you know, hanging out. But if I'm being real with myself, that probably could happen in Atlanta too. Not to tell everybody business, but I have a close friend of mine and she live in Atlanta and she told me, and they live in a nice part of Atlanta, okay? Like, her man got a good job. She got a good job. She got kids. Like, the whole thing is cute. Get into it. But she told me one day she came home and a man was laying in her bed, bitch. Laid up in her house so i don't know maybe it's just it's maybe it's just the confidence all around because 2020 2021 has been a wild ride like i don't know if it's the trump effect or what it is but i don't want no pause of it no more i don't want it no more y'all i don't want it no more yeah i just had to tell y'all about that so let's get into talking about 
what's been going on with me. Um, so it's been a couple of months since I've been able to check in with you guys and so much has happened. Like I mentioned earlier, I got engaged. Um, I have also been dealing and I could be open with y'all cause you know, we family, y'all cousins. Um, I've been dealing with, um, a whole like illness. I was in and out of the hospital a lot, um, about two months ago, so much so where I couldn't fly home. I was stuck in the Bay. And, uh, if you remember, I started a YouTube channel. So if you want to check that out, you can go check that out. I'll put, um, some links in the bio of this so you can check it out and I talk a little bit about it but you know I ain't really want everybody up in my business but I'm still dealing with a lot of issues from the uh, medical scares that I had still going back and forth to the doctor having MRIs and stuff like that so that's what really set me back from recording the podcast but throughout all of that I started a business that's right baby I started a business sugar bay scrubs um and she's still a baby like I officially started the business in November and we are not now in February, so you know you do the math. She's still just a little bitty baby, but she's doing so well. I hand make, hand pack, take pictures. I'm everything in this business, okay? Everything. Um, it's all organic products, and the best thing about Sugar Baby Scrubs is that it actually fucking works. Like there is a lot of uh, I, and I ain't even gonna down nobody who's selling products that don't work. You know, you gotta get it how you live. If you can market it right, people will buy it. But I think, you know, the feather in my hat is that my products actually work. I have, and I'll plug myself a little bit because why not? This is my podcast. Um, I have some products um, like uh, a Kush Repair Kit that is to help people who like to smoke kush, who like to smoke cigarettes, who like to smoke blacks, who like to get into it. You drink Hennessy, you smoking a cigarette, you know what I mean? You doing all types of stuff, your lips are going to pay the price. But I got a cure for that. Um, I also sell lip oils. I sell disinfectant spray that has essential oils, non-toxic, but also kills 99.9% of germs i'm working on uh body butters like you just gotta check the website you guys check the website you gotta go to sugar bay scrubs uh, dot shop that's s-u-g-a-b-a-b-e-s-c-r-u-b-s and i cannot complain you know what i mean like i have the best customers i had the best support system as y'all know, a lot of the times the people who support you are people that you don't know. But I will say that the people who do know me and the people who don't know me show me so much love. So much love. Um, I'm just ha I'm, I'm really happy that I stepped out on faith and started this business because, you know, I'm talented and I'm creative and I deserve great 
beautiful things. And I know that uh, this year is going to be absolutely fantastic for my business. So if you are interested, uh, go to Sugar Babe Scrubs, S-U-G-A-B-A-B-E Scrubs. Check us out on Instagram and you can see all the befores and after. Not only all the befores and after is lit because you can really tell after one use that you know, your lips look a hundred thousand times better. I also have several kits and one kit that I really want to push before Valentine's Day is my self-love kit. This kit is absolutely fantastic. It comes with a rose scrub, which I obviously I make by hand. Um, there's also a new scrub that I just put out called uh, Be Mine and that actually uses beet powder, which is absolutely amazing for your lips. Brings that good old pink back um and a lip oil and it's all in a cute cute precious box that comes with a little treats and you know just so you can take care of yourself you know sometimes valentine's day ends up being about everybody else but self like if you don't have a partner or if you're single or if you're away from that person but sometimes it's nice to pour back into yourself and you can still get it for others so again check the site out and let's get into i do want to i do want to touch on a situation with ti and tiny oh the problem with the harrises Lastly, I want to make sure that everybody is reminded during this Black History Month in 2021, um, us as Black women, we are no longer taking your shit. That's right. The abuse, the misuse, and the disrespect, it's over with. There were a few headlines that while I was, you know, scrolling down the shade room um, of women, you know, being abused uh there was one young lady that was outside of a grocery store and she told a man that she did not want his number she had her daughter with her and him and some other guys proceeded to jump her because she didn't want to give um his she didn't want to give her number to him as well as there is a football player who they're saying was bipolar look mental health matters but you you just ain't gonna be beating up no black woman and saying that by uh bipolar and that's it i don't i don't like that um that was recently in the headlines as well as the whole ti tiny accusations about uh, having sex with young women drugging them and whatever whether that's true or not there is a common theme that continues to happen in media and in society support black women support black women black women have been so disrespected and so neglected for so long we uplift each other we take care of each other but not the one of the most important things that black women contribute to society is that we support all of society even when they turn a blind eye to us even when they don't support us but that ends 2021 black women we ain't gotta support shit we ain't gotta withhold any standards we don't have to nurture we don't have to mother nothing the only respect we're giving out is the respect that we receive so if you're listening to the sound of my voice just know that 2021 is over for you
Thank you guys for listening to the Nuance Podcast. I know that this episode was a little bit all over the place, but that's okay. Me and my multiple personalities, we appreciate you riding with us. This year is going to be absolutely amazing. I'm going to have more guests, more topics, more shit talking, and I'm going to be way more open. It really helps when you don't give a fuck what anybody thinks about you. Again, thank you for tuning in to the Nuance Podcast. And if you could, if you would, please follow me on IG under the same name that's Nuance underscore podcast. Check out sugarbasedscrubs.shop. Buy some stuff. Yeah, talking to you. Sugarbasedscrubs.shop. And I appreciate you. Thank you.